Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. run at mullet has come to an end. Sean is dancing behind the back. Uh, he may or may not be insufferable tonight, but we'll see how this goes. Thank you all so much for tuning into the PHNX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters. Craig will be Calling in from Mullet Arena shortly. We don't know if he has headphones or not. There's some confusion that we have to address. Oh my goodness, I think the Bills just won. The in Buffalo overtime. Bills. No one, and I mean no one, circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I didn't see those Vikings today. Just saying. <laughs> Sean may be the most inseparable, inseparable person throughout the show. Um, of course, Sean is behind the Mac tonight. A Sabres win, a Bills win, um, but a Coyotes loss. However, a 5-2 score, I don't think was fully representative of how this game went along. Those last two goals were empty net goals for the Sabres. PD, what are your initial reactions? It's a 3-2 game against the highest scoring team in the National Hockey League. I'm okay with that. It was 2-2 for most of the game. It was a tight game all the way through. I liked it. And, and we're talking about keeping it exciting till the very end. I mean, Michelli's got virtually an open net. Uh, on the when they pulled the goalie on the th- to make it three three, he just misses the net and they come back with the two. I, I mean, the only people happy with the two empty netters are the guys that were betting the over. Other than that, I mean, it's a three two hockey game. I, I, so I, I think it was, it was a great game, and I know you want to see them keep the winning streak alive at the mall. They win three straight, looking for four. I am I'm happy with the performance today. I think that was a really good effort again, and like we said last night, it's somebody different stepping up again tonight yep absolutely so lots to get into for this one we've had a Barry Hayton finally get on the score sheet Jane Gosses Bear get on, on the score sheet again tonight for the, his second goal in two games but before we do let's just dive into the numbers tonight um, because once again the Coyotes kind of came close kind of at one point to outshooting their opponent however Buffalo outshot the Coyotes 41 to 30. Um, both teams had success on the power play. Coyotes power play. Finally, uh, it did a quote. Tyson Nash got one in the back of the net tonight. Yeah. Um, Buffalo, unfortunately, though, two for five on the power play. So whereas the Coyotes penalty kill was a little bit stronger last night than tonight. But what stands out to you from wait, wait one thing steps? here, we're talking about shots on goal and I it's relatively close, I guess. They outshot the, them in the second. And the big thing for me is they got 30 shots on goal. And we're how many games into the season? This was game 29. They've only done it two other times this entire season. That's crazy. That's a huge benchmark for this team. And I keep saying that they're going to have to start getting more shots on goal if they want to create offense. And he got 30 shots on goal. And I think we were both sitting here watching going, it could have been more. Like There were still times yeah. when they're between the hash marks or the top of the circle. And this team is looking for another play or looking for one more pass. And I wish they wouldn't do that. I wish they would just shoot the puck because... If you look at you know how they they're scoring their goals, even the goals against, it's bouncing off people or it's a rebound and the puck lays in the crease. I mean, what it, what was what did Gretzky say? You, you you don't score on a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So shoot the puck, and that was the only thing. But but again, thirty shots on goal, and the, and the penalty kill giving up two. That's a little bit frustrating. See, I don't get to see the chat. She, I can't keep up. Sean's getting roasted in the chat. 
Well, he'll take it. And he'll <laughs> I don't. Wear yeah, it. we don't. His both his teams won. I don't know what. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. care. I don't. I don't. I can't, can't touch me right now. He'll be. Out. I also won money on the DraftKings. Yeah, Chris and Sean both won money uh, on DraftKings tonight because of. Buffalo I did like the Tage. The Tage over too. Like he was. He was a goal and a half or a point but and a half. On Sean, the- you had Tage anytime goal scorer and. Sabers money line, right? I did, I did. Um, I was going to parlay. I was going to add Buffalo Sa- or Bills money line to that, and I didn't get it in in time, so I just had that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Twenty dollars like down, got paid out fifty dollars and some change. I will take it. Shots fired by blatantly ass, and I know that's what I was acknowledging <laughs> wow. when we were laughing before. Wow. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm feeling cute right now. No yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. There's nothing you can say to Sean right now. Yeah. I promise. Be okay. I promise. But let's. Talk about the power play a little bit more, PD, because we, speaking of, oh my God, just shoot the puck, we had a few moments of frustration watching this power play tonight. Yeah, and, you know, when they finally do score, all it is is a shot from the blue line with traffic in front. And, and that's twice now, I think, Gossip Bear has scored on the power play in the last couple of games where the goaltender doesn't see the puck. It's it's Richie in front or, or Bukestad in front. It's an easy formula. And and I know the other player we're looking at in front of the net on the other group was was Travis Boyd. And I thought he did a great job in front of the net, digging out pucks, retrieving pucks, and, um, and screening, tipping in front of the net. I thought he did a great job, and I thought he came close a few times on that power play. Um, I like Clayton Keller back on that right side. We've said that too. But again, it came down for me the opportunity to take shots, and they're just not taking them. And I, and I think – if you want to be successful on a power play that's struggling to score goals, it's all about shooting the puck. It's a two pass. We used to have a rule, two or three passes, depending on the night. And and somebody's got to shoot the puck. Like there's no more like that five on three. Oh my gosh. The five that on three. Was frustrating. The momentum can change on the five on three. If well, you literally when away. they went on the five on three, they had fi- it was 52 seconds. That's almost a full minute. And I literally looked at you and I said, this could be the turning yeah. point. And, and it, sh- it should have been or could have been. Yeah. But again, they didn't get the shot on goal. And it wasn't even like a lot of five on threes. You'll see a goaltender make two or three unbelievable saves and they're all over him and there's all this pressure. And I just didn't feel that for the Coyotes. It didn't feel like there was a threat to score at any time in the five on three. And that's too bad because that's, that's they could have expanded their lead and it could have got that game out of reach if they can score one or two on that power play. And that could have been a completely different game. So again, it's simplifying and shooting the puck or at least building momentum. Sometimes you run into a hot goalie that can make those saves Tonight wasn't that night. They just didn't get shots through. At five on three, you shouldn't get a shot blocked five on three. Turns out you have two more players. Yeah. So you just got to find the open guy. And that was a little bit frustrating. So that's that's disappointing because that's an area of the game that, that could have made a difference. Tonight. Yeah. And Chris said they just don't have that shoot first mentality, which, oh, my gosh, Clayton Keller like pulls up and, and you think, oh, my God, he's going to shoot. And then he passes it. And then I the know. pass gets intercepted. Right oh, my too. God. Like and then. And, and, it's not to bash on Clayton Keller because he's been scoring the last few games. He's, I think, he scored five goals in the last, you know, two games before this. So it's it's not a full knock on his ability to score goals, but just in terms of the sh- the team's overall ability to get shots yeah. on that and score, especially on the power play. Um, they did they did score on the power play tonight, though. Um, but again, it was it was just the formula we just said: get it back to the point and shoot. Yeah. And one of the things when you want to shoot on the power play, you want to take the shot from the middle of the ice from the blue line. That's the place where you want to take your shot from the middle of the ice and you want to have traffic in front and you go through the league and see how many power play goals. And I mean, there's Zibanejad and Pasternak and Ovechkin that are going to score on that circle. But when you're scoring and generating, you generate from the top of the ice. So shoot the puck from there. And the other guy that's trying to do that is Jacob Chikrin. And you look at his stats again, it's, it's six attempts. He tries and then he finally gets a good look at the top of the power play and his stick breaks. So it's just a little, it's frustrations like that. Yeah. And I don't want but, to come here and saying I'm frustrated. It, no, it's a, no. it's a hell of an effort. It's, we're against getting, a good we're team. getting in, a, we're getting the negative yeah. out. We're clearing it's it. It's not even negative. It's just, you had opportunities on yeah. the power play that could have made a different outcome of this game, but you still battled till the very end and you played against a, a high powered offense. I won't say a good team, Sean, sorry. They're, they're not a playoff team right now, but. They're a high-powered offense, yeah. so it's a, it's a team that gives up goals, but they score. And you had an opportunity to to to, to spread the lead a little bit, uh, and you didn't do that. Yeah, we have a dollar ninety-nine super chat from Drew Gebs. Thank you, Drew. Said he said I'd like to point out the game was tied before Sean left for the show. <laughs> Hashtag lame. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Not wrong. And, and it's so funny because Sean literally got here midway through the third, sat down, and then Tage Thompson scored, which. 
great, but also sucks that Sean couldn't see that one in person. And, and shout out to to Drew and CWP, and that there were uh, a lot of yeah. Uh, Sean saw a lot of a lot of PHNX, PHNX reps out crew there, at some diehards at, at the mullet. Can confirm. Yeah, so we'll get we'll yeah. get Sean's take on his experience tonight yep. um, in just a little bit. But let's dive into your keys, PD, oh, because cool. they once again they always relate to what how the game unfolded because you usually nail it with your keys. See, one of the things on the rush, and if you go back, and it's even even the big goal by Barrett Hayton, it's off the rush. This team, because of the way they generate their offense, sometimes they forget to defend and they turn over pucks at their blue line. So I was hoping that they would create some odd man rushes. And Barrett Hayton goals prove that. So the, give that one a check. Power up. One of the worst teams in the NHL on the penalty kill. And that's where we talked about this team not being a playoff team. It's because they can't defend and they can't stop goals on the penalty kill. So Coyotes get a power play goal. So I'll take that one. Um, Goaltending. This is the number one scoring team in the league with the number two scoring individual player in, in Tage Thompson. I, I thought Ingram was good. Yeah, and as far as Ingram's games that he's been in, he's had a few really, really tough games yeah. this season. Not always his fault. Um, this was one, and, and the the final score, the 5-2, that's not a reflection of Ingram Absolutely because not. two of those were empty net goals. So really it was a 3-2 game yep. with Ingram and net. He did what he needed to do. That It wasn't on him. Um, and So so I say that it's a two and a half keys. I think they did their job yeah. tonight, and I think they, they really tried to hit all the keys. So I'm, I'm saying... I, again, I think this is a successful game. It, it, the couple frustrations for me is it, I know when we started this off this season, all summer long and in August and October, we're talking about the tank and Bedard. But when they win three in a row at the mullet, you kind of get excited and you want to see that I keep know. going. Like we, we, we looked, Lee and I looked before the game at the last time they did this, where they won four in a row at home was February of 2019. It's a long time. And you just, it's important. It's it's kind of a fun thing when you get things rolling. So it was disappointing they couldn't yeah. keep that streak going. I know you could keep the keep the rebuild in, in mind, but it was they're playing good against good teams at the moment. Yeah, I think there's also that feeling of the like I have I have this where I base a whole my whole opinion sometimes on how something like immediately ended. So if the game was three two and there wasn't an empty net goal, and instead the Coyotes were shooting 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 shooting. And then they, you know, oh, the final buzzer goes. They couldn't get it done. Yeah. I would feel like maybe a little less deflated yeah. than I than we both, the I think, kind of feel right now. Because not only, like, the one empty net goal, it's like, oh, okay, well, this one's over. It's over. This is, like, the second one, really. Yeah. Um, so, I always wonder why they pull it. And you, I guess there was enough time left. But you go, okay, you gave up the antenna. Yeah. Let's ride this one out. I know. It's like calling timeout in a basketball game. You're down by 10 with, like, Which, by the way, seconds. just a quick aside, we had the Suns game on one TV. Which, shout Suns out, Devin, shout here, out yeah. Devin Booker, by the wow. way. Um, and we had our game on the other TV. And the clock for the Kyrie's game was at six, and the clock for the Suns game was at like one fifteen. Yeah, both things. It took five minutes, five minutes of game clock for the Coyotes to finish the Suns game. So that's why hockey is better. But that's yeah. just an just one of the reasons. Let's. Are we done being negative for yeah, the time I, being? Yeah, and I don't think we're trying to be negative. No, no, no but I just I, I feel I like I saw somebody. Chris in the chat said techie. something about Michelli in the shot, and and you look at. He he does need to be a shoot first guy. Just think if he shot more, like that maybe. Well, he had two good looks at the end. Yeah, yeah. He had one <laughs> on the power play from behind the net on a wraparound, and then he has the pull goalie shot from the from the slot, and the goalie doesn't see it. Anderson's not looking. I mean, it's just you know those little. It's it's just inches. It's yeah. Game of inches, and that's just too bad. And Michelli again, high high end skill. I just hope he starts taking advantage. Of I know. His, Shooting the puck. Uh, Kenny said Sean would have called it had there not been empty net goals last night. He said three two Buffalo with a Tage game winner. If I recall, is that a true? Is story? that true? I don't. That pay is. Attention. I said yesterday just because it would have been it's a prime situation, right? The, mm -hmm. the Coyotes make it interesting. Yep. Tage gets the game winner. I did say that, um, and I was almost kind of kind of right. I, I I really didn't hear that, but I don't pay attention to Sean. Okay, and A Root said soccer is the best because there's no commercial breaks. Or time stoppages, but we're always stopping as someone's on the ground being dramatic. Wait, we're making a soccer. I mean, the World Cup championships tomorrow morning, so yeah, fair, but fair enough. Mm, wait, like, no, I'm not going to do it because I'll get haters. <laughs> if, if anybody says what's the score in a soccer game, just say zero zero, <laughs> and you're probably right. Zero zero, Sean, it's nil nil. Sean Stradamus. <laughs> okay, Love sorry, it. no, was... no, <laughs> okay. We're done. We're get, we're okay, letting go so of of the negative critiquing energy. I know. I will, by the way, chat, please keep us posted on whatever the psychiatrist is because I've completely lost 
lost track. Oh, Let's heat it over there. I don't know if they're heated angrily or happily, but we'll get to that in a second. Anywho, let's talk about the positives from this game. We'll start with Shane Gostisbehere, who scored again tonight, this time on the power play. Last night, it was seconds after the power play expired. Um, we, we already talked a little bit about how that goal came to be, but that was his eighth goal of the season and two and two nights. He's kind of back in the mix here. Yeah, and he's second on the team in scoring. He leads all defensemen in scoring for the Coyotes, and he's a guy that's going to, with this offensive output, and he's doing it on the power play, only helps his trade value. This is a guy that that you look at his contract's expiring at the end of the year, and you go, veteran guy, been around the league, adds offense. Ah, I I think this helps improve his stock right now, and, and... I don't know as more defensemen get down. I know Jacob Chikrin's name comes up a lot, but I think as we get closer to the trade deadline, I think you're going to hear about um, the ghost a little bit more. Yeah, and that's good because he was really quiet for a good stretch there. And I thought, you know, with with the way that the season started with him and Richie being amazing and productive, we thought, oh, this is perfect for what, you know, Bill Armstrong probably plans to do with those two at the yeah. trade deadline. And then both of them kind of took cooled a, off. a cooled off and took a, step back and I was getting a little concerned. So it's great to see Ghost kind of back in the action there. Um, eight goals, great for him. He had, you know, I think it was a career high last season, if not his second best year, but he continues to be productive here in Arizona. Just, you know, some players come here and it it works for them. And it did, we, we and we talked about the same thing, a change of scenery getting to Arizona. That's exactly what Richie did when he first got here. Yeah. He got hot and he was hot at the end of last season and the beginning of this season. And I tell you what, he is stone cold. Like it, it, it's he was taken out of the lineup tonight. You look at his line; he has no shots on goal. He's not a factor in the game right now. He's, he's he ends up being a plus one, but no goals, assists, no points, and no shots. Yeah, I, I, I hope he can start to get back to where he was before. I know. I know he's not getting the ice time that he had before. He played just under twelve minutes when he's playing, probably closer to 17, 16, 17 earlier in the year. I hope he finds a stride again because he's a guy that I thought would be towards the top of this team in the scoring race and also being a guy that might be um, on the trade block and have some trade value by the trade deadline. I said trade three times in like five <laughs> seconds. So. I'm, wow. to be, just for some context here, we're trying to concentrate as we hear Saul and Espo Literally screaming, screaming, in the other studio. screaming in the other studio. It's very hard to not be distracted by them right I, like now. I don't oh. know why this, the, the Suns so won and Devin Booker scored 57. Why are they so angry? 58. Hours. We're happy. I don't know. Kind of happy. I don't so know. I hope he picks it up. I hope see Nick yeah. Ritchie get it going. But Chikorin, again, a point tonight. Schmaltz, another assist after getting three last night. Those two continue to be productive since they've been back in the lineup. And you're talking about ice time. Chikrin is over 22 minutes. Last yeah. night he didn't play as much. Tonight he's 22 minutes. Schmaltz is over 20 minutes. They're logging a lot of ice. They're getting points. And I talked about Chikrin sh- shooting already. Like he's got to be a guy that's going to start getting recognized. And I know we had Craig on last night when he joined and he said, no, it's kind of cooled down. I, I just, he's, Doing exactly, he's putting up the numbers he needs to put up to be a valuable trade asset. Absolutely. I'm going to comment on the Suns stream that I can hear them screaming and it's distracting us. Yeah. We can hear you screaming. Keep it down. And it's distracting us. Exactly. The Coyotes crew. LOL, just, you know, so they don't take too much offense. (laughs) All right, well, let's talk about some other positives for tonight, and that's Barrett Hayden. Well, yeah. This is, I mean, obviously the positive of the night because Barrett Hayden finally, finally scored his first goal of the season after, what game was this, 29? 29. I mean, that's just... Not good enough for a fifth overall draft pick. And somebody tweeted at us. That's I a will, good stat. I will give them credit in just a second once I scroll down and find it. But Because it's a, it's a real stat. Yes. So this was Ticklish Lic- Licorice. Great name on Twitter. Weird stat. This is the first goal of the season for either the fifth, sixth, seventh, or eighth overall picks in the 2018 draft. And, of course, I'm a doubting Thomas, so I didn't believe him. <laughs> And so I went to the stat sheet, and, and it's correct. absolutely correct. And then they followed up and said, uh, and the ninth overall only has one. Yeah, so it's... If that makes you feel any I, better. And I think we, we've talked about this about Bear a lot. There's so much more pressure because he was the fifth overall pick in that draft. And then people say, well, he's a fifth overall pick. He should be this. He should be that. Well, look at six, seven, eight, nine. 
Like, it's it's not about that. It's about can he fit in a role and play an everyday role in the National Hockey League? And we said he can. Like, he's killing penalties right now. He's a, His face-off percentage is solid. He can win draws. He's a defensive guy. He's, like, he's doing a lot of things. Asking, he's playing every night. So, yeah, you're right. One goal through 29, the expectations are higher. But... I think it all goes back to him being expected because he's the fifth overall pick. Um, I do also believe now, though, you could see his face after he scored and how relieved he was to get that weight off his shoulders. Yeah, oh my God. He looked like he had just scored like yeah. the overtime game-winning 100%. goal. Like, the smile on his face. Uh, seriously, couldn't be happier. And so now it's, it's now that pressure is a little bit less. Yeah. And you could see it coming tonight. Like he had... You know, a couple of scoring chances early. He had a lot of shots on goal tonight. Five and shots just on goal. felt it was coming. Yeah. So good he, for he him. Was, he was in on it and, and had a couple more chances in the game, too, even after his goal. So congratulations to Barrett Hayden for finally getting on the score sheet tonight. And that is why Barrett Hayden is, of course, our DraftKings king of the game. How could he not be? His first goal of the year, like we said, and also five shots on goal worth mentioning as well so congratulations to barrett and we hope this is the first of many sometimes you just need one to get the floodgates open uh, we've seen that before and, and just and not just in hockey like in anything in life sometimes you sometimes yep. you build like you have to build confidence by being successful in the thing you're trying to be confident about um so if this goal tonight can help him just build this and confidence and move i really think forward so. and because he should be. Like we said, he's the fifth overall pick in 2018. This is what they drafted him to do. I mean, we've seen him have success in, in the face-off circle. Um, that's kind of been his, his strong yep. point this season as far as contributing to the overall team. But he really should be part of that group. Like, he should be He should be what Nick Bukestad is. Yeah, there you go. You know, kind of like that. So, I, I mean, we're, we're really happy for Hayden. Because, yeah, and he's a guy you root for. Yeah. His teammates root for him. Teammates like him. He works hard. He does everything right. He's a quiet kid that he's a good pro. And everybody's, I think, I'm sure that you could see the the excitement on the guys on the team. And you know guys like a guy when they react like that when he scores. I, I did see someone in the chat before, and I, and I, see, I know I'm not good at this, talking <laughs> about Jan Yannick. Yes. And what, my, what our thoughts were of Jan Yannick. It's hard to tell. He played four minutes, took just under four minutes. He took two. So if you play under four minutes and you take four minutes in penalties, that's bad. Yeah. And when you come from the American League, you need to have value on the bench or a value to the roster. And when you're sitting in the penalty box, you don't add value. And I said this about Unique before. He plays on the edge. He plays hard. He plays... He's a disturber. Like, he's a little bit of a rat. And he's irritating to the opponents. You have to find that fine line where you can still keep that edge to your game, but you're not sitting in the penalty box all the time. Yeah. And we've, we saw it. Michael Bunting was like that yeah. in the American League. Um, Connor Garland was like that in the American League. And at some point, you got to go, okay, I'm more valuable on the ice than I am in the penalty box. It's important to keep that edge of your game yeah. and still be a, you know, an irritating player. It's fine, but you can't be in the box all night. Yeah. And, and you're going to limit your minutes when you do that in the American League. And it's somebody's going to get another chance because I, I, we can't play unique. He's going to end up in the penalty box. Yeah, I know. And I, and I just hope that this, you know, it was his first game of the season, uh, I believe. So, you know, a lot of nerves there. It's, it's hard to adjust to the NHL game speed. So maybe for him, he can take this one away, kind of put it, put it aside, take from it and yep. then, and then do better next game. Um, because he, yep. he obviously got, you know, he, he didn't get the minutes that he probably wanted Probably for good reason. Um, and somebody's going to get a chance because if if we're hearing O'Brien's week to week, there are going to be many games where they're looking for someone to fill that spot. I don't know what Cassian's situation. I can't wait to talk to Craig about that because if Cassian is truly healthy and you're calling up Yann Unique to jump into that role, um, so I, I I know there are going to be guys getting opportunities if O'Brien's week to week. Guys are going to get chances to play, yeah. so you can't sit in the penalty box when you finally get your chance. Yeah. Well, before we bring in Craig, before sorry, we do, sorry, Craig, I'm going to leave you in the in the green room for just another minute. Um, but we talked earlier in the show about Sean winning some money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Chris in the chat also won some money betting on the Sabers, and you can too on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you bet on Devin Booker points, you probably crushed it. 
And uh, there's one more game of the World Cup left you can bet on tomorrow. So do that now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with the code PHNX. Place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game. You get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I did not prep anyone for this, so I'm putting everyone on the spot. Does anyone have a DraftKings pick of the week? I do. Okay. Thank goodness. I mean, obviously... The ones that I would have normally picked happened today. Yeah, I was going to say you no can't pick the Bills. Pick no Sabres to pick, so I'm going with the next best thing. The wagon that is the Arizona State men's basketball team. They play <laughs> San Diego tomorrow night, or yeah, tomorrow night at 5. Minus 12 and a half. Big spread, but I think they're going to dominate a bad San Diego team. So my DraftKings Sportsbook Week of the Week is Arizona State men's basketball, minus 12 and a half at one, minus 110. Or, yeah, yep, yep, yep. There All right, go. there you have it. Sean's DraftKings Week of the Week. And by the way, Sean was on fire on DraftKings tonight, so... If you want to tail him, you should do that on DraftKings for that pick of the week. And by the way, we're all sitting there watching. We, Like I said, we had Coyotes on one screen, Suns on the other. And on the other, we had the Buffalo Bills game. Mm-hmm. And it was snowing. Yep. And Sean kept pointing and saying, like, we're, like, there's nowhere else you'd rather be but there. And I said, I'd rather be here in this too. recliner. Same. <laughs> because, I mean, Petey and I were, were chilling in the recliners. That that's There's literally nowhere else I'd rather be but the more furniture recliners. Agreed. And when we do the, these post-game shows from home, like, I'm actually upset that I can't watch the game in the I'm not even, I'm not I even, more I'm not even exaggerating. I really need to get one. So if anybody is watching this and, and not... Christmas Not is coming. Not the people in the chat. This is for like my family. Christmas is coming. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is is here. So um, if you want to buy me a recliner, you can check out the More Furniture Holiday Clearance event happening right now. You can save up to 50% off at More Furniture. So definitely check that out. All right, we've kept Craig yeah, waiting long enough. Sorry, Craig. It's glowing Craig again. <laughs> it's glowing it's Craig. It's not quite as bad. Not so bad. Just so one, bad. one magical streak. I think streak. it's his personality. He just brings okay. So Craig, so Craig on. comes wearing a headset. So Craig, we there's been a little bit of a headphone gate. We have to know what's going on. Well, uh, it's nice that my wife exposed me last night. You know that I lost headset number one somehow under the couch in our bedroom, and I didn't see it there. So I was on headset number two last night, which I broke. And by the way, we we almost had another headset mishap tonight. I don't know if. DP has revealed this. Um, he's probably still gloating about his Buffalo win, so he probably hasn't told you what happened with his AirPods. Tonight. Oh, he told me. Yes. Okay. So, but he, he can tell. Have... He can tell the the chat. Just, no, well, I'm going to tell my version first. Yeah, that's 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 Sean's version. Uh, I I saw him throw him into the crowd. <laughs> so, yeah. Rats have been figured out. <laughs> there's two sides, and then there's the truth so somewhere. Are the, so, are these the original headsets? We, yeah, these are the originals that See, I... See, we didn't I, know that. I thought I you stepped on the originals. So did I. Nope, stepped on a backup. And thought I was going to have to go home and say, uh, I need number three. Uh, but fortunately, you know, as my wife told everyone in the chat... In the chat, right after she, you left, just she throwing you yeah, under the yeah, bus. Yeah, like, exactly. Threw me under the bus after I left, too. I wasn't even here to defend myself. So <laughs> there it is. But yeah, I have a working set headset tonight, so we can talk about the game or whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> I guess we should talk about the game, Craig. Uh, the the magic run at Mullet finally comes to an end, but it wasn't it wasn't all bad. What were your kind of takeaways from the night? So I mean, you know, the energy wasn't great on this back to back. You guys saw the game; it was a little sloppy, it was a little slow, and there were a lot of penalties, as Petey would say, or yeah, yeah. as Andre Turney would say, yeah. There were a lot of penalties in this game. And what Andre said after the game is you look at all those penalties, not one of them was a good decision. Not one of them was necessary. They were stick penalties. They were guys being out of position or guys reaching, guys not moving their feet. So you don't like to see that. Obviously, they they got a big power play goal from whew, Tage Thompson tonight to to win this one. That that was the deciding goal, but just too many penalties. Just can't have what's 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 DP doing there? <laughs> no, but those are but those are tired penalties too, Craig. That you talked about. And that's what happens yeah. on a back to back. And yeah. you, you they take better those... buckle up though, because have you looked at the January schedule? I know. You think you're tired now? Back to back. Oh boy, howdy. Saturday, Sunday, three straight weeks. Yep. It's actually it's, it's four weeks of back to backs, but three weeks of Saturday, Sunday back to backs. And Craig, when, when I talked, you talked about the Tage Thompson goal. I, I tell you what, Connor Ingram makes an unbelievable saves 
a second before that. And, and it just unfortunate that puck gets ends up on the stick of Tage Thompson. Otherwise, that's a hell of a flurry. Then they stop uh, the penalty kill and, and survive it. But uh, I, I thought Connor Ingram was good, even though they end up with the loss. Yeah, he, he was really good tonight. I thought he played well and probably deserved something out of this. But what do you guys think of Tage Thompson? I mean, we, we saw him obviously on TV in the game in Buffalo, but I got, I got to see him up close tonight. There were a couple plays. The thing that jumps out for me about him, he's a really big man. Good Lord, he has good stick skills. Oh, my he God, when stick he stick-handled between his feet. Yeah. yeah. He, he is puck skills at that size are absolutely elite. And when we... You know, we were doing our research for the game, and you see he's second in the league behind Connor McDavid. Uh, okay, goals. I didn't realize that because, Craig, I think you had tweeted Chase Thompson's 25th, and I said, 25th goal? Like, I literally had to pull up stats, and then PD was like, yeah, he's only behind McDavid. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And you go back and look at his history. I mean, he's a guy that went to a, a smaller I mean, Arizona-born. University of Connecticut. Home. I know, you know, University of Connecticut's not bring a huge hockey school. And you go, okay, and he gets to the minors. He gets a one goal in his first 16 games of the Wolves. One. He's on yeah. pace right now. Craig, do you want to know what the pace is? Because I did math. I actually pulled out a calculator and did math. Do you know what he's on pace for? 66. Yeah. He's on pace for 66 right now. If he stays healthy. Matthew's for a UConn guy 60. especially. I mean, Matthew's if he went to Minnesota, you would understand it. Exactly. If you went to yeah. Minnesota or North Dakota, yeah, I, I would have got it. But I, I, his, his ability at his size to move the puck as well as he does and make the plays he can make at his size is absolutely he, – he's one of the guys in this league that I would pay to watch play. He's that good. He's that entertaining. He's that offensively gifted. I don't know where the ceiling is. He got 38 goals last year. He's clearly going to blow that away. He's got 26 already or 25 already. He, he's so much fun to watch. It just would be interesting to see if he can help this team finally make it to the playoffs. And they still got deficiencies on the back end, goaltending, penalty yeah, kill. Do. You know, they can win 7-6, I guess, but, but I, I don't think they're there. They're ahead of the Coyotes with their draft picks. They're a couple years ahead of the Coyotes. I, I, I still think, and I was talking to, to Sean before this, what I think they're missing, I think they're missing that veteran leadership. And I know Ocposo is the guy there right now, but I think they need a little bit more of that sprinkled into this lineup in role player roles to help get this team pushed along. And and as Chris pointed out, Tage Thompson, 26 overall pick by none other than the GM GMBA. Bill Armstrong. So we see what yep. Tage Thompson's become. We see that his path wasn't necessarily, you know, this direct path. And we see what he is today. So it's it's a great reminder, I think, for all of us to hold on hope and and to look at the prospects and maybe not know who is going to be the Tage Thompson of the Arizona Coyotes. Right. And then obviously Tage Thompson will be on the Arizona Coyotes on the Arizona line that I've been, um, you know, planning. Take a look at Connor Geeky if you want to get, you know, sort of the blueprint. A big man who they think has a lot of skills, but big men sometimes take a little longer to develop. And, and Bill told me that they, they figured with Tage it would take a little longer and well, he's arrived. He's obviously arrived now. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, Craig, we have to talk about Barrett Hayton. Did you have the chance to talk to him after the game? We did. We did. And it was, as you can imagine, a huge relief for him. And what I thought was cool about that goal, you saw the way his teammates celebrated with him. That was, uh, that was a bigger than normal celebration. So it's clear that his teammates really support him. But yeah, listen, Barrett has been doing other things you know, there you have to focus on other parts of your game when you're not producing. We hear that a lot, but it was weighing on him. It was definitely weighing on him, and he admitted it. it, it you you want to produce? He expects himself to produce. Uh, and Petey's uh, texting his bookie right now. Uh, yeah, I, so I know. Petey, don't let me interview. Going on. Me, uh, or or but it was it was it was good. Just you keep I talking. Mean, he, he needed it. I don't know if it's going to be the start of some production that we expected from the start of the season, but he really needed that one. Did he <laughs> did he express that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He, he didn't hide it. He, he, he said it, you know, it, 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 it definitely eats at you after a while. Cause listen, he's a, he's a guy who's had a lot of success at the lower levels. We know what he did at world juniors with that dramatic goal for Canada. He expects that of himself all the time. He expects to be a difference maker. And I really think he thought coming into the season that he was ready for 
a big season. It just hasn't happened from a production standpoint. Especially we saw the remember last year's training camp and you thought, okay, this is the big step. He's really coming and offensively he's he's doing great. Then he gets hurt and then he takes a step backwards. And this year you thought, okay, maybe this is the year he's going to break out. Uh, and, and you've seen him around the rink too, Craig. You've seen him practice and stuff. And it's 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 hard. Like he's down and it's, it's hard to not see it in him because he's not that kind of kid. And I think his exuberation and his celebration after that goal was 100% real and his teammates' joy for him was real. And I think that this will really make it easier for him to play. And hopefully this really helps him offensively. I hope so. Absolutely. Um, well, one thing this game did tonight is kept the the tank on track, if you will. And a couple of teams <laughs> contributed, one being the Anaheim Ducks, who won another game tonight against the Edmonton Oilers, uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets, unfortunately, did not win. So if the Coyotes, you know, they had their little hot streak there, cooled down a bit tonight. At least the other surrounding teams are putting together some wins. But Coyotes aren't quite where we would want them to be in terms of toward the bottom, but not so bad. And this game wasn't so bad. Like, it really wasn't. It just it wasn't great, but it wasn't the worst we've seen. Oh, yeah. I got to say this as a black a lifelong Blackhawk fan. If Chicago gets the number one pick again in a year where there's a franchise, they got they got Patrick Kane and the, the Coyotes got Kyle Turris. Um, if this happens again, somebody, somebody's got to do an investigation. Blackhawk <laughs> can't win the lottery again. Can't win the lottery again. And they can't win a game. They won't win the lottery. They can't yeah, win a no. game. I, I, buddy, they're just terrible. Yeah, I know. I know. They, they're, they're tanking right. They're tanking the right way. Oi. Well, Craig, do you have any final thoughts from tonight overall or any other notes you want to bring to the people? <laughs> to the people. <laughs> no, I just uh, a couple glow. stories coming up. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Stories right? coming I, up. I, 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 yeah, yeah, a couple stories coming up. Uh, doing something on the AHL Pacific Division. You know, the Tucson Roadrunners are going to play at Coachella Valley, the first ever home game at Coachella Valley. And it's 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 interesting to trace the the genesis of this division and PD, obviously, you and I talked to Ricky Olchek for a while. He had a hand in this. So talk to him. I talked to Bill Armstrong sort of about the importance of having it, the structure of it. So I'll have a story on that. It's just amazing to see where the Pacific Division has come. It was this it was this cool idea that a bunch of teams got together and wanted to do. The Coyotes actually weren't a part of the original, the inaugural season. And now it's the biggest division in the AHL. So it's been a, a massive success. That's coming. And then for the diehards on Monday, I have another prospect report where I will dive into. I mentioned Connor Geeky earlier. I'll look at Josh Doan and I will look at University of Minnesota defenseman Cal Thomas, Petey. And names Just you can you. pronounce at least this. this <laughs> there you go. No, no yeah. offense to the Euros, yeah. but we well, talked about it. We just brief, and I don't want to dwell on it because it's not the time or the place. But the American Hockey League and what a difference this Pacific Division has made. Because when you looked at what happened today with Jan Yannick getting called up and then playing in a game, this American League team used to be well. It's been in so many different Portland, places, Maine. but Portland, Maine. Like you, you, you can't you just show up. Can't the, get there yeah. from here. Like you can't get there. Like you know how long it gets from Portland, Maine to here. Like, forget about it. You can't do it. Forget so, about it. Forget about it. See, it's it's such a big difference in the development of players that they're right in the backyard, gives guys better opportunity. And when they get here, they haven't traveled for seven or eight or 10 or 12 hour days. And they actually have a fair opportunity to compete and, and, and help in their development. So I think the Pacific Division, when it was just a thought, you're like, gosh, I don't know if this can really work. Can you have this many teams in California and in the Southwest? And is it really going to work? And I, I tell you what, every team is so thankful that their their prospects are this close um, for the exact purpose we saw today, for their ability to be recalled. So I, I'm looking forward to reading that, Craig. Yep. Thanks, guys. And check out their interview, too. I was uh, with yeah. Rick Old. It was, it was really, fun. I actually, I listened. You guys did a great fun. job holding it down <laughs> without me there. But it was a really yeah. great interview. It was really interesting to kind of hear about another, you know, a, another franchise, another market, and then Coachella Valley, another Southwest. I think it was a good guest, too. Okay, yeah. So if you haven't heard it, go back and listen. Go back and listen. It was, it was, it was a lot really of fun. Yeah. It was a fun interview. All right, Craig. Well, we'll let you go. Please put your headphones away safely and, and make yeah. sure you <laughs> don't lose I didn't know what you tell them. Do you put it in a good case? Or like, like, you know, like, I'm going to buy you an AirTag like, for your headphones and then a protective case. Because they said the, ta the cat dragged him away. Like, How big is this cat? Like, my cat couldn't carry those things. I don't know. Like, 
I think that might have been an exaggeration, but I no. think I heard the cat dragged him under the couch. That's a big cat. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's not my fault. I like that. It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. All right, Craig. All right, well, we'll we'll let you go. Have we'll a good see you night. on Monday. Well, some of us will. What? I'll be gone. Oh, you bailing on us? I am. Okay. I'm going to Vegas. It's a late night start too, buddy. Eight o'clock at home. Like. But... <sighs> It's a bad week. Don't look I'm at the schedule. I'm not going to talk about it today. To I'm not going to talk about it other than it'll just be me, you, and DP in front of that. <laughs> yep. All right. All right, guys. Bye. We'll see you later, Craig. Drive safe. All right. Well, if you want to check out Craig's articles on gophnx.com, the majority are unlocked, but like you mentioned, there are some diehard level stories like the Prospect Report, which is always a great read because he really goes into depth I know. about – like he calls their coaches, their minor league coaches. You really get a full picture. So you have to be a diehard to read those. And there's a lot of benefits to becoming a diehard. 20% off merchandise, yep. 20% off events, diehard only merchandise. Soon people will receive their diehard card, which, which we, we saw a picture now. of. These are amazing. So they're coming out soon because we saw them. They're, we physically saw them. So they're coming out soon, right? Yeah. Like they're really going to give them yes. to these diehards. Yes. They're going to get those. Yes. Free shirt or hat every year. Um, so when you sign up, you get a free shirt or hat and every year after that as well. So become a diehard today. Check out gophnx.com slash diehard to join the family. And it's a great time to become a diehard PD for that 20% Why? off events. What because event? we have a really exciting event coming up in just under a month, actually. And it's the PHNX Tea Party. That's T-E-E Party presented by our friends at Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch Golf Course, January 13th, 5.30 p.m. This is going to be an unbelievable event. We're renting out the entire driving range. Come hang out with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew, and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. Our PHNX Suns crew will be hosting a watch party for Suns versus Timberwolves. So this Timberwolves. is everybody. It's not just Coyotes. It's everybody. No, this is oh. everybody. For all the diehards. All the diehards. Good music? Good music. Heaters. Okay. Yeah, well, they, we heard the music bumping when we were there. Great playlist. Great. Let's great go. playlist. And if you've never been to Dobson Ranch, yeah, I was pretty it's impressed. really, really, really cool. It's not what I and thought. they're renting out the entire driving range. Yeah, and, and we keep saying driving range. like, it, But it's not. It's not. It's, it's like we, you're it's playing a, a video virtual game. It's course. It's virtual video game golfing. But it's not. Yes, but it's not. You just have to come. Just, just come and see it for go. yourself. And Four Peaks will be out there providing <sighs> beer samples and swag. What are you drinking tonight? I've got the Kilt Liquor. Love it. Yeah, As always, As that's always. your go-to. That's absolutely your go-to. I was at a holiday party tonight. All the beer was Four Peaks, Four Peaks. beer. Obviously, duh. Um, so check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And for our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you'll save 20% on this awesome event. And Kenny said, chat, don't forget to hit the like button. Please hit the like button on this video. Um, if you're here live, if you're watching this later, hit that like button. And if you're listening on audio, go ahead and uh, leave us a review really means a lot and i like to go and read them um so you can say something nice or give feedback or whatever you'd like but leaving a review on our audio platforms is extremely helpful to us and like i said check out the audio only episode that pd and craig did with rick Olchek. it was a really great interview sean i want to give you the spotlight for a second give you a chance to uh talk about your experience tonight seeing your your boy tage but also getting to be at mullet arena just any takeaways? What was your experience like tonight? Yeah, I mean, first, like they had tweeted, uh, there was four I would, Sabres fans, but they're all wearing Bills gear. I would say there was as much, if not more, Bills gear there than there was <laughs> wow. Sabres gear. Like everyone that was wearing like a Sabres jersey was wearing a Bills hat. Um, so go Bills. Uh, but like, like I said, they sat down and the first thing they said, the dad was like, this is sick. Like you could tell that the Sabres fans were enjoying the experience there. So that was cool. Um I mean, Craig summed up everything about Tage. Like, that is a giant human being, and he's really, really good at hockey. Like, really good yeah. at hockey. Um, so seeing him live was impressive. Um, but it was, it was, it was the first time I had seen a Coyotes game at Mullet. So, yeah, like, it, was, it was an awesome. What did experience. you think of the NHL experience versus it, the college experience? It was cool. Like the, like the, it wasn't that different than the college experience, which was cool because it's different for an NHL experience. Obviously, yeah, like, it was, it was like a really cool environment. Um, it Arizona fans are slow to get the game, so it took a second for it to fill out, but it did eventually, and it was it was cool. Like it was, it, it felt like a home game too. Like it, I know some of these games have, have been tough because the away fans have outnumbered the home fans, and there there were a good number of Sabres fans, but they 
the, the uh, Coyotes fans outnumbered them vocally at the very least. Um, so awesome. it was it was it was a very cool experience on both sides of the coin. Yeah, right. and I think that whole might advantage for the Coyotes is real. Yeah, it is, it is, and I know they lost tonight, but. Like we said, it was close until the yeah. the last few minutes, and it was it was it. a competitive game. Yeah, they were in it. The There's only time. been one game at the mall that they really yeah, struggled. The Dallas that was Dallas game. game. Yeah. Other than that, they've been every single game, and that's some of the best. We're talking Boston. They beat Rangers. Were tight. Uh, Buffalo Sabres, top scoring team in the league. Islanders. Like, the Islanders, like they're they're beating and competing and staying with good teams at the mall. So that's great. To <laughs> see. Asin is just coming for Sean tonight. It's wow. cracking me up. <laughs> Nothing can't get me down. It's 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 tough when your teams are losers. <laughs> it's that's tough. But uh, but they're winners tonight. They're winners tonight. Winners. I, and I'll say this because Blade Lassine's coming hard at him. I I have told Sean on several occasions that he's the best dressed employee. Sean is at very fashionable. I say that. Yeah, he is. He's sharp he dresser. Is. I say it all the time. Yep. I, and that's not on camera. I say that all the time. Yep. True story. And I second that. I did not true. say that about Shane. <laughs> What? Can you say that? What? Oh, Shane my God. A, I'm not, I mean, I could disagree with you, but that is a, such an unnecessary stray. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Oh, Shane. my God. All right. Well, let's take a look at the upcoming schedule for the Coyotes. Uh, we mentioned the 8 o'clock home game on Monday against the Canadians are coming to town. Last year's Battle of the Basement. Yeah, now Revisited. it's... Now it's it's not quite. No. Uh, we'll get that in January when the Coyotes play yeah. the Ducks. Um, and then Wednesday in Vegas, Friday against L.A. in that Monday game. I mentioned this yesterday, but Sean and Petey will be co-hosting the post-game show yeah. because I will be in Las in Vegas. Vegas so. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. And, and I, do, I agree with Roaring Fork. Can you imagine Canadian national media coming back to the mullet again? Oh, for the Canadians? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have to and then, that. And then we're going to have to go through that The again. Leafs are later this month, yep. I think on the 27th. So it's going to be the same thing. We're going to have to hear it all over again from Canadian media about the mullet and all that blah, blah, blah. We're going to have to go through it again. Yeah. And I, I now I feel bad about Shane. I'm sorry, Shane. That was that was uncalled for, Shane. I'm sorry. I hope we're still friends. <laughs> it's all good. Because I know he's listening. He usually, well, he's not listening I did tonight. send him the link at the start of the show. Did you? Yeah, I said. So maybe he's listening. Yeah. Because I, I told his friends I'm sorry, to Shane. watch. I'm sorry, Shane. All good, all good. Um, so tune in on Monday because Sean and PD are going to hold it down and I'll probably be drunk commenting from Las Let's Vegas. Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a good It'll one. It'll be late too. Like that's a that's Yeah, a, but I'm in the Pacific time zone. Oh, so you're an hour earlier. Yeah. So it'll be Coyotes After Dark with with um, Sean and PD? Yeah. All right, I, I got that vibe. I can get that. Could get I'm there. Yeah. Off the rails, sure. as per usual. As sure. per usual. Um, and then last but not least, let's check out the punch card. One more little step towards it's, it's the It's just one, one day closer to the draft in Nashville. In Nashville. Just saying. A boy howdy. A boy howdy. We haven't said boy, boy, how, we haven't said boy howdy. I am good. Remember I brought the cowboy hat? Yeah. Can I bring the cowboy hat to the draft? Uh, Yeah. Petey, you're going to have to get like a... If, if we're going to the draft, I'm getting myself like a legitimate cowboy hat. Yeah. You, we got to get, go get so, real ones. There is a place. I'm, well, I'm taking you to the... I got a place. I got a place. Is so, it Tootsie's? It is, well, we're going to Tootsie's, <laughs> but right next to Tootsie's and on the corner, there's a bar called Legends. It's where, and Legends play, obviously, but it's it's old-timey country. We're getting into the old school Johnny Cash. Like People play old country there. It's right on the corner, and between Legends and Tootsie's, there is a little store. It's kind of a convenience store, but it's also a Western wear store, and they sell hats. Perfect. And DP and I are going for the real Listen, cowboy hat. I, I think and I I'm can in. rock the hell out of a nice black cowboy hat. Hundred percent properly. I think I would look. I I am I am vowing it right now, DP. I am buying. You and I are going shopping. We'll social the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And we're I love it. Got to get some cowboy boots too, man. But I love it. No, I'm skipping the boots because it's a I lot have, of walking. I have fake cowboy boots. That's a tough walk. But but we're literally next door to Tootsie's. So we're getting the hats. We're going next door to Tootsie's. Like, Perfect. Immediately. Save Can't less, Petey. And, and and as Charles and Blatantly mm. asked, I said HK till draft home, day. Boy. And truly, because now with that yeah. plan, I can't wait. I can't even like. Yeah. I, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, and yeah, it's. Um, yeah. Chris said, Leah, defend us Canucks. We're not all media brainwashed. It's true. It's true. We just like to poke fun. And I say that as a, the yeah. resident Canadian of the show. But if you want to give a good showing to the Canadian media on Monday, go to that game. I know it's an 8 o'clock game, but go. Where? A lot of people are off work. It's like the week before Christmas. How are you going to get tickets this late, though? 
I mean, check out game time. I'm going to go to the Vegas Golden Knights game in Vegas. Do you have tickets? No, because I'm waiting till the day of the game. Because and where are you going to get them? Game time. Oh, <laughs> game, obviously. Um, check out the game time app. Cheapest place to buy tickets, especially when you wait till the last minute. You can save up to 60% off, um, which is unbelievable. So definitely, definitely, definitely check it out for Monday for the Canadians Coyotes game. I'm going to be checking it out in Vegas. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link below in the description. And if you want to kill some time before that 8 o'clock start, you need a place to go in Tempe. Obviously, we always recommend Four Peaks, but I have another recommendation for you, and it's Illegal Pete's. It's one of my favorite wow. places ever. It's so underrated. It is so amazing. It's on Mill Ave. They have burritos, burrito bowls, their queso out of this world, and they have a bar with unbelievable margaritas. And I'm not just saying that, like, I drank so many Illegal Pete's margaritas when I went to the U of A because there's an Illegal Pete's on University down there. Unbelievable. So we're so excited because Illegal Pete's is now part of the PHNX family. Fantastic. And when you right now, listen, if you're sitting here, it's like a Christmas Eve is a week from today. If you don't have a gift for people, like head on over to Illegal Pete's right now because if you purchase $100 in gift cards, they'll throw you a $25 one on the house. That's so free money. $100 in gift cards, give it to your family, Gonna give it to your friends, anyways, and then keep the $25 one for yourself for or sure. bonus gift card to give away to your family and friends. And then be on the lookout for a few informal happy hours with our PHNX Sun Devils crew, which of course includes Sean and Shane, so you can apologize about I'll apologize your, in person. Um, I feel bad. I feel shame. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, th I think that's that's all we got. Do you but have I want to say that to Chris because, by the way, when I was a kid, and I, it's a long, long time ago, TV was black and no, it wasn't black and white. My favorite sweater in the National Hockey League was the red, white, and blue of La Habitant, of the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, it's iconic. The Montreal Canadiens, the red, the dark, Ivan Cornway, Guy Lafleur, Ken Dryden. Yeah, that's iconic. my jam. So I'm, and my dad's Canadian, so I, I can, it's all good. So right. we made up. So hopefully I can make we, up. Yeah, there's a full truce until the Toronto Maple Leafs game. Yeah, then it's all bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they trade us Matthews, then it's they're yeah. forgiven. And nice. Can they sweep them again this year like they did last year? I would love that. Just saying. So much. Did it last year. I would love it so much. How'd that work out? <laughs> no, it was a good game. We'll, we'll leave it with this. It was a great game. 5-2 isn't the real score. It's a 3-2 game for yeah. me in my book. And they are still playing incredibly well at the mullet. They're, they're competing at the mullet. We'll see if they can continue that on Monday. They'll probably take a pretty relaxing day tomorrow after working this hard and a pretty tough schedule coming up. Absolutely. Well, that's all for us tonight. Everybody enjoy the rest of your day. Follow us on Twitter. At, enjoy the rest of your day. It's 1030. Enjoy the rest of your weekend is <laughs> yeah. what I meant to say. Obviously, I'm, I'm tired. Also, I'm tired from a back-to-back -to -back too, all right? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Leah Merrill. He's at S. Peters Hockey. Sean at Sean underscore to pause. Craig, of course, at Craig S. Morgan. And you can follow PHNX Coyotes on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. There it Fantastic. is. Fantastic. And uh, PD and Sean, we'll see you on Monday. Bye, guys.